Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Many of you have been faithful listeners and givers for the eight awesome years of this podcast, and we so appreciate you. We're taking a little break in order to redesign our podcast. In the meantime, we're putting up some of our favorite, most listened to episodes. We hope they encourage you to apply grace to your daily life. This episode is from our Cure and Parent series. Listen in. Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Good morning. Hello, everyone. Bill, you're headed to Bali? I am in late April. I Well, I hope to get there. I talked with a travel agent yesterday. You may not be able to get there from here. Right. It's one of those. She I, had me coming back, David, through Australia the first time, and I went, two 13-hour flights? Probably <laughs> not. I have, a, I have a hard time with like a five-hour flight. I get restless. Oh, you man, know, your legs get all crampy. And, this uh, will be tough. You're, but, you're a horse. Yeah. Two thirteen, and you've done that before. Yeah, something not, like that. But I'm, not, I'm going to try a different route. That's that's that's, that's, that's too hard. And then you get like the honey roasted peanuts, and that's about all you exactly. get. Exactly. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, of fun. but you get the good movies. You get oh, your yeah. choice of movies <laughs> on those hundreds foreign of, flights. Hundreds yeah. of movies. Uh-huh. All yeah. of them. All of them B. There's ah. two A's in there. Yeah. <laughs> I've been on these flights before. I think I've seen every. No, I haven't. Yeah. By, by the way, some of the foreign films are just so interesting. You can't understand a word, but they're just full of action. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. So you watch some of those? Well, you, well you're bored, John. You do anything you have to. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, that's in stark relief to when you get to where you're going, they have no TVs whatsoever. Not just because it's not Bali, but the organization you're with. No. They're, they don't no believe in TVs. No TVs. So you got to get it in. <laughs> and well. we're, in, we're in a little room here in our office, and this is bigger than my room. Wow. So like at, a at one of the 10 places. by 8. Yeah. yeah. So nice. It's like the mission. Mm. Um, so we, we're continuing in the Curan Parents. And so from a standpoint of where we are in the book, um, we're on vacation with the Clausens, and they've already been through Newport Beach, and now they're driving up to Monterey, which is where Jim spent some of his time as a kid. And they're sampling uh, clam chowder at different places along the wharf, and um, we're, we're running into this concept that we wanted to talk about. Last week we talked about uh, respecting your children. Uh, now we're going to talk about what it looks like to... When you when you're trying to teach your child something, how how do you do that? How do no. you how do you go about that? Is it by telling, or is there a different way? And so I'm going to read this statement, and then we're just going to have a conversation about that. Um, so they're they're all at dinner, and they're you know th- there's a lot of things going on, and and Jim's always trying to you know kind of tell or teach his kids something, but this statement is teach your children, and they will learn something. Model for your children, and they will experience something. Mm. Mm. And it sounds really profound, but probably to even myself as I read it and and some of our listeners, what does that mean? What are we talking about? Why are we making that distinction? Mm. Part of the – this is a parent child, but this is true of any mentor. Uh, We have a profound – sense that if you teach somebody and I know it, it will change who I am. We just have that belief. So we keep searching for more knowledge. But a good mentor like Jesus and a good parent says, wait a minute, I need to model reality. I need to model truth. If I can model truth, then my children 
and anyone I influence will get a chance to experience something. And so, at the same time, know it, right? At the same time, know it. They, they experience it to learn it. And, and so that as we, as we have this powerful line, to me, it just fits so many relationships. And, and part of our dynamic, I think, is, uh, gosh, I'm afraid my kids might know my story. I'm afraid my kids might learn or know my life lessons. And yet that's exactly what they need. They need to know your story. They need to know your life lessons. Because you don't want to just minister to their understanding. You want to minister to their heart. So is that what we mean a lot of the time when we're talking about modeling is let them know your story. Exactly. Yeah. One of the principles that I try to share when I'm with these leader groups is is for them to understand something. I say to them, here's your assignment. I want you to think of a significant life lesson, a significant life experience. Then I want you to do is I want you to find a principle in that lesson. And when we share a story, people will probably remember our story. But if we share a principle in our story, they'll remember the principle because that's what they can apply to who they are. Mm -hmm. Jesus is a master at that teaching. He taught stories that were laden with principle mm -hmm. because when the principle is understood, it touches my heart and I can either accept it. Lots of Jesus stories were you either accept it. <laughs> And it'll change your life, or you reject it, and it'll change your life. But Jesus's one-liners without the story would would have just been a bunch of one-liners. There'd be something we could know. Yeah. And and I'm not against knowing. I, let's let's learn. But but boy, let's be really really wise in parenting. We want to touch our children's heart. And the one of the things that kids do, I did as a kid. My kids do is they ask why, mm -hmm. why, why, why. Yep. And I think that that's a, a dynamic that we're talking about here. Our children are asking why, sometimes because they want to do what they want to do, but sometimes because they literally don't know what it is that you are responding so strongly to. They can't understand. And if you're not willing to share those well stories, if you're not willing to give the perspective, the pain, that this and that, if you're just forcing down a rule on them without the understanding of the principle, then you're not giving them an opportunity to come along with you into mm. the wisdom. Mm. You're just it's, saying comply. It's so interesting you would say that why thing because, see, why questions open the heart to truth. So when a child, like your little girl, like your children, your little son, they're asking why question. Rory, I, you, you have to be a very patient father. But but the point is, <laughs> always asking why. See, because uh, a why question is opening their heart to truth. And what you just said, David, is heartbreaking. When a parent doesn't understand that and shuts the child down, they're closing off the child's heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even though it's annoying at times. Sure. Yeah. And if you close off their questions and you close off their heart, then you wonder later on why they won't listen to you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the, the, the second part of that in that story, I think we as parents think that we are supposed to be the strong ones all the time with the right answers. And that's how we would lead. Right. And, and so the fear of vulnerability of ever letting our kids know our fears 
or our feelings and our limitations, we think we would lose them. And, no. and in, instead, the miracle is that we gain their hearts, mm-hmm. that they trust us. They're already geared to follow us. They're already geared mm-hmm. to let us lead them. But that statement, when we as parents are honest about our own fears mm-hmm. and feelings with our children, they will learn not only to follow us and trust us, but they will learn to be honest with themselves and us as well. Yeah. Right. I remember Grace not fighting for, but she said, make sure that line is in this book. <laughs> and, yeah. of course, grace doesn't mean just have explosive emotions or just, uh, you know, don't think through what you're doing. It, this is a very thoughtful process of mm. reflecting on your own reality, mm-hmm. realizing that you may not even want to say what is your reality of how you feel because you'd rather spin it or you'd rather, yeah. you know, put something better on it. And you could. Mm. And then realizing, no. No, this is how I really feel, and that's ugly, and I don't like it, and I don't know what to do with it, and I have no idea how to trust Jesus with that. Um, child of mine, what do you want to do with that? Like, mm. but that's that's real. That's necessary. Yeah, Amen. You know, I I think that line for my wife Grace and I is a powerful line because of the transition in our children's lives. I was so afraid of being known. Mm. I was mm. hiding from everyone. I didn't realize it at the time, including my children. Mm-hmm. So at 29, I'm beginning to discover the reality of who I am. But my kids are already three, five years old. And and they're already affected by the guy who's afraid. So I go through this incredible transition of discovering that it's okay for me to trust God and others with who I really am. And that transition with our children, our daughter Joy got the best of me. Because she was mm. younger, mm. and but Bill and Wendy, I mean, they really got uh, two dads. Yeah, and, and, I, and it I, takes I a love, long time to trust the second dad. Exactly, yeah. they love me, and we have a great relationship. But but that transition was very real. Yeah, and and uh, so we we even imagine sometimes how did we affect our children? And I know that my hiding really affected my children. Yeah. I just know yeah. that it did. Yeah. Gee. Oh, how true that is for just like about nine quadrillion folk yeah. out there. And when and when we come to an understanding of these things, uh, this because a principle we teach, it's never too late. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's never too late, no matter how old our children are, to begin to print, teach this principle of our being vulnerable for their benefit, mm-hmm. no matter how old they are. That's so good, Bill. Because it keeps modeling something for them. I love that part of the line in here, David, where it says they learn to be honest with themselves. Yeah. You see, I love that line. Isn't that's what Grace wanted in there. It's it's not just them with us. Right. It's with themselves. And, and this is a, another kind of a a side view of a, a principle you teach, which is if I, as a parent, no matter how old I am, let's say that I have grown children, those grown children can so easily blame their parents for things and therefore not have to look at their own lives. Absolutely. And so they don't have to own the influence that they're having on their ch- kids. And that's what we call generational sin. Amen, David. Well said. Well said. So with all of that hope, no. Yeah. But there really is. I think well, if we're talking about lesson. stories, then 
I can't count the number of stories that will touch your heart when when you don't think that reconciliation is going to happen. Mm-hmm. It does. You're never too old. You're never too broken Amen. to not be touched by being reconciled and being redeemed and being brought back together. Um, that That's the story. Yeah. So. I, I have two quick thoughts of one, isn't it great when a parent, one of their fears that they can express is, I am afraid you have seen me in a previous life where I hid and I've, I've been transformed by God, but Amen. I'm not sure that you'll get to see it. And I fear that. And, yeah. and it's a beautiful fear to be able to express. The, the other is I've watched a couple people like all of us have to go through, like I am going through and have gone through. But I watched a couple people last night become self-aware, mm. honestly self-aware. Wow. And there's when they weren't, when they had not been. Mm. And it's profound to watch. It Amen. is a beautiful gift to watch a parent with that or friends. Is there anything harder to watch than being around people who are not self-aware with their own stuff and how they're affecting others. That great gift that we have to be so trusted by each other that we get to stand with someone to where they finally can see themselves accurately. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you next time on the True Face Podcast. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to the True Face Podcast. If you would like to join the many listeners who support True Face financially or sign up for our monthly newsletter, please visit trueface.org. If you'd like to read the materials these podcasts reference, visit trueface.store.